Um, Dr. Heather Moore, owner of Total Performance Physical Therapy. Uh, for those of you who just are tuning in, thanks for tuning in. Um, I continue to do these because I'm pretty overwhelmed at the response that I get from them. Uh, so I'm glad you enjoy them. Uh, so if you guys want to like uh, us or leave us a comment in the sections below, um, or a few of you approach me in the grocery store, my kids are like, who's that? So that's fine too. So just glad you guys are watching and uh, are getting some value out of what we are producing. So um, this is, you know, not, not the greatest production ever. So uh, again, I know there's problems with my sound. We're working on it. Um, so we're going to try and play with it tonight. We play with it. Hopefully it's a little bit better this evening. Um, but this is uh, an iPad and me and another person, and that's about it. So tonight we're going to talk about um, pain and what happens when that pain doesn't show up on x-ray or MRI. This is probably mostly what we treat is pain that doesn't show up on x-ray and MRI. When you go to the doctor, you schedule an appointment, whether it's with your primary care or with it's an orthopedic surgeon, you most likely have had pain going on for some time. And most often, you get an x-ray and that comes back negative, you get an MRI and that comes back negative, you feel completely defeated, someone injects you with something, feels good, maybe, maybe not, uh, lasts you for a couple months, if, uh, if it lasts a couple months at all, and then you're done. And this is where uh, people need to understand that the sooner they get treated, that's the magic pill. So all these injections and the medications that people take um, are just kind of holding off the inevitable. And what I will tell you about that is I know we're a society of instant gratification. We want the magic pill. No one wants to spend time or money in physical therapy. I get it. But the sooner you get in here and the sooner you take care of it, the less likely we are to become very good friends, meaning you're going to get out the door pretty quickly. I don't want to hold you here as long as, you know, if you don't want to be here and I don't want to hear, I don't want to see you here for months. And the only reason people go to physical therapy for months is because they waited years to get something treated because when they went to the doctor, <clears throat> excuse me, and the doctor said, Hey, the x-ray shows nothing. The MRI shows nothing. Good luck with that. Um, they kind of went on their way, did a little bit of anti-inflammatories, did a little bit of masking the pain, stopped using the arm, stopped doing going down the stairs the right way, all to avoid the pain. When there's nothing that shows up on x-ray or MRI or a blood test, it doesn't mean there's nothing wrong. Quite the contrary. It means there's something wrong that can't be surgically fixed. It means there's something not hugely wrong that we can kind of cut up, coach open and, and deal with it, which is a plus and a minus, I know, because some people are like, oh, I just wish I had surgery, or oh, I just wish I broke my leg as opposed to strain or, or sprained a ligament understandable. So let's talk about what you're going to see when you get an x-ray. So chances are if you go to your primary care, you go to see an orthopedic surgeon, they're going to do an x-ray right away. Hey, my shoulder's killing me. Let's get an x-ray. Sometimes they won't. X-ray is going to show bone for the most part. And I'm speaking in lay terms. So if you have a medical training, some of this you're going to be like, well, I'm going to argue with that. For all intents and purposes, x-ray is going to show bone. All right. It's going to show something major going on. So that's really a, <clears throat> we want to rule something out. It's not going to show if you have rotator cuff tear. It's not going to show if you have a muscle knot. It's not going to show if there's ligament damage. It's going to show whether your bones are intact. 
It also can show a, a mass if there's a, a foreign object in there. It also can show that. So basically, that's just a screening tool. And yes, it can show some rotations in your spine, but there's almost everybody out there with rotations in their spine. So that doesn't really, is not conclusive with anything. So then we move on to the MRI. Now, if you're lucky enough that your insurance still covers MRIs without going to physical therapy, that's good news for you. Most people have now been on the track of physical therapy before their um, insurance company will even approve an MRI. So an MRI is going to show muscle, ligament, joint, bone, all of it. And it's going to show it at different angles if it's needed. It's going to show it at different levels. It is really an all-inclusive scan. It doesn't do everything, but it does a lot. And it's going to allow you to see some major issues going on. So let's take an MRI, for example, that is showing a rotator cuff tear. You're going to see it. If your rotator cuff is torn, you get an MRI, you're going to find it. Most often, though, you're going to find nothing. MRI was clear. Maybe showed a bulging disc, you know, which we've talked about in other previous nights about kind of how 70% of the population is going to have a bulging disc anyway. So now you have this MRI. It will probably show inflammation. So there will be a muscle in your shoulder that's inflamed. Someone will give you an injection. Hopefully it holds off for another year. Hopefully it lasts six months. Hopefully it works some at all. This injection doesn't do anything. And it, it is totally the magic pill. It just delayed the inevitable. And what it did was it made everything that much worse. Because when you have an inflamed muscle, unless you got into a car accident, you fell down the steps, you had some sort of traumatic injury, there is no reason for inflammation. So if there's an inflamed muscle and you didn't have a master catastrophe in your life, you have to figure out what the problem is. How did it get inflamed? And you can say, oh, you want, I'm going to ignore it. It's going to go away. It's not. Pain that lasts more than two weeks is not going away. So if you wake up one morning and you're like, I got shoulder pain, you know, and I, and you can remember the last time you had shoulder pain, this is a pain, this is a problem. It's not going away on its own. You're right. You're going to wake up every once in a while. You're going to have a stiff neck. You slept wrong. You slept weird. You slept somewhere else. That's going away on its own. You're not really going to hear from your neck for probably another few months of a year or whatever. Do a couple stretches. That's it. Maybe once or twice in a year, your neck hurts because you slept wrong. Totally normal. Not running to the doctor, not a problem, not something to worry about. Something to worry about is the pain that doesn't go away. So if you notice that, man, I, you know, I used to get back spasms once a month or once every six months. Now they're starting to come once a month. You've started the snowball process. All right, you've started the process of chronic pain. Here's the other kicker. Ignoring this pain will prevent you from doing activities that you love and you won't be able to get them back. So if you're a runner, you are a mountain, uh, a rock climber, whatever your sport is, whatever your enjoyment is, you know, you like to drive, you like to ride your bike. I, I've seen it all. The longer you wait to deal with that pain that is intermittent and not always there, the less likely you're going to be able to return to the activity that you love. So that is the danger that that's the roulette game because there's always, you know, a cost benefit. Yep. You're not going to, you know, you can have the shot. And it can mask stuff for a while, and maybe you go back uh, about your day, but you didn't deal with the problem. You didn't deal with the reason that you had pain. So not dealing with the reason you have pain only complicates the issue. And it keeps complicating it, and it keeps complicating it until you can't go anymore. So why do you have pain that doesn't show up on X-ray and MRI? So every day, every day, your body sustains microtraumas. 
So you might sit too long, you might sit weird, you might step off a curb, who knows? But every day, the little fibers in your body make up your muscles, sustain these little micro traumas. And your body goes about and it repairs them and you move on, no harm, no foul, you don't even know they're there. You might get a twinge and that might be the only alert that there's something a little bit wrong, but you get twinges every day, you know, something happens. So your body tries to repair itself. It's fantastic in that sense. So after trying to repair itself, most times it does this because it does it every day. It's an expert at it. So to, to repair some of these micro traumas sometimes, it has to kind of shut the muscle off. So the muscle isn't going to work as hard because, well, it's sustained a micro trauma. It's a little sore. Well, you don't notice any changes and you don't notice your arm moving differently or your leg moving differently because your body has so many muscles designed to do the same thing. So if it hurts to lift your arm out to the side and you sustain a micro trauma and one of the major movers that do that, and then all of a sudden, you know, but you're still able to move your arm out to the side, that's because there's several muscle groups that do that. It's not just one muscle that does one thing and then once I get injured, you're going you're gonna to know right away because you're not going to be able to do that movement. So what happens is, is as this happens and as you sustain the micro trauma, your body says, hey, I need a little extra time to to, to heal this micro trauma, come on guys, help me out. Other muscles will start to fire a little bit differently. Other muscles will start to work a little bit differently. And again, you don't know any of this is happening. This is all subconsciously, this is your body saying, hey, we gotta get moving, we've got kids to pick up, we've got a job to go to, we've got a million things going on. So as your body starts to turn muscles off and make other muscles work harder, it can do this. For a little bit and it will do this for a little bit and then you'll go back to normal everything will be fine no harm no foul and you won't even know anything happened but what happens when it can't repair the injury it can't repair what happened or you go in the next day and let's say you sit for a living and you sit for another eight hours and you wake up and you're like are you stand up and you're just like oh i'm so sore you never gave your body a chance to recover and it's trying its darndest to shut everything down and turn things on and turn things off, but you're just putting too much stress on it. Because in an eight hour day where you sit for most of it, it has to use everything it has to allow you to sit there. Yes, I know that sounds weird, but it does. So in a day where you're sitting and your body's like, okay, I've got to fire these muscles. These, okay, I got to get, I got to recruit the one that's injured to come in and help out. So what happens is, is now you got all these muscles working differently and they start to develop knots because they're being wrongly used, they're being overused, some are being underused, some are trying to repair themselves. So if you, and I describe a knot like this, if you were to take a long piece of string and start to tie knots in it, that's your muscle right there. So if you had a piece of string that was this long and you started to tie knots in it and you tied a lot of knots, it would severely shorten. So now this piece of string that normally reached to here and then connected with another piece of string is only here. So what has to happen is this has to come this way. This has to somehow lengthen to help this muscle out. Perfect example of this is again, if you are a slouched posture sitter, you're gonna sit like this most of the day. Shoulders are gonna be slumped forward. The muscles in the back are going to get longer. The muscles in the front are going to get shorter. So if you were to do this, chances are you wouldn't feel a stretch. You might, but chances are you wouldn't feel a stretch.
But if you were to go into a corner and do a pec stretch, you would feel a stretch all throughout your body because your shoulders are rolling forward, your muscles have to compensate because now instead of your shoulders sitting where they need to be, they're not. These guys are getting short. They can't allow your shoulders to move back, so these muscles have to come forward. So now you have this compensation pattern that's beginning. Some muscles are working harder, some muscles are shortening, some muscles are lengthening. Again, body's going on. This is the snowball that starts. This is where it starts as intermittent pain. This is where it starts to say, hey, I woke up, I rolled on my shoulder last night and it hurt, I couldn't sleep on it. Feels fine today, go about my day, went to the gym, did this, ran 60 errands, did things with the kids, went to work. I'm okay, I'm great. All right, fine. Couple days later, same thing, lay on the shoulder, still hurts. But maybe that day you noticed that you went to reach overhead and you got a twinge. Again, you aren't paying attention to it. You can still do everything. You got a twinge when you lift it overhead and it hurts a little bit when you roll on your, on your side, but whatever, and you can sleep on your other side. In fact, you prefer to sleep on your other side. As all of these things are happening and you're noticing these things, and maybe you're not noticing these things, because again, if you go reach overhead, you're just gonna be like, oh, well, that hurt, I'm gonna use my other arm. So you might be completely ignoring this, but every single person that walks in this office, 99% of them start with the story of, you know, a couple months ago, I noticed that my back started to hurt and I thought it was gonna go away and then I went look, Googled something on the internet and I did all these stretches and then it was kind of okay, but it never really was okay. And then it got worse and here I am, I can't run, I can't do anything. You know, if I, if I had just a, a, a nickel for every time I've heard that story, I would be a much richer woman, believe me. It is the way pain starts. It's the way pain and chronic pain and debilitating injuries start. It is not a car accident. It is not some disease. Most people have pain and stop doing what they love because they have ignored the warning signs long enough where I go, I'm gonna do what I can, but I don't know if I can ever repair your muscles to the state of where they were, or I can fix your joints to go back. Because after a while, your joints stay like this. After a while, your muscles stay like this. There's nothing I can do. So if you are experiencing that pain that you're like, okay, it's gonna go away. No, it didn't go away this week. Well, maybe next week. Well, if I quit running, it'll go away. If I quit doing this, it'll go away. If I stop doing this, it's gonna go away. It's not, it's not. And you might as well just keep running because at least you're getting some cardiovascular benefits out of it. It's not going away on its own. And it's not gonna show up on x-ray and it's not gonna show up on MRI because knots never do. They're not an inflammation. They're just a change in the muscle that the MRI does not detect. So what you need is you do need physical therapy. You do need someone to get their hands on you. You don't need just exercises. The internet is great if you need exercises. And trust me, if, I can, if you walk into my office and you say, hey, my shoulder hurts, take a look at it. And I'm like, great, go do these three exercises and be done with it. I, I, I would do it. I'm not here to, to make anybody be here if they don't have to. But most of the time when you're in this position, you need somebody to get their hands on you. You need someone to relax the muscles. You need someone to break the compensation pattern. Yes, exercise is part of it because we have to reverse all of the things that you've undone. And the more, the longer period of time this pain has been going on, the longer it's gonna take to reverse. So if you are like six months in, 
it's going to take a while, okay? Depending on how your muscles respond, I don't have the answer for everybody. But the sooner you get it treated, the better it is. I know that's a lot of information, and sometimes it's really confusing. Um, I do my best to break it down. I have these conversations every day, all day, with all my patients about how it got this bad. Why didn't it book? You know, why am I still in rehab? This sucks. I don't want to be here anymore. You know, I should have come here earlier. I wish I would have been here earlier. Um, so you got you got the heads up. Um, and if you want to schedule a free screen to come in, so we can check it out and say, hey, you, you don't have to worry about it. Go do some exercises. You're totally fine. All those internet. Sites are right, you know, WebMD, they get three exercises, do those, you're going to be totally fine. We'll let you know. But in fact, if you do need physical therapy or you do need that treated, you know, we're going to let you know. And we're going to stop it before it becomes a snowball and we're having a way different conversation that neither one, you don't want to hear and I certainly don't want to give. So thanks again for tuning in. I'm going to put the link for the free screen in the comment section. I hope you guys have a great week and I will see you later.